JD Talking Sports. It is Sunday, October 8th, 2017. Now, thought the Nationals last night were done. Then Bryce Harper hits a home run. Then Ryan Zimmerman, Zimmerman hits a home run. They've never won a playoff series. I thought they were going to go back to Chicago down 2 nothing, But it didn't happen. There's a couple things that are bothering me today. Joe Girardi, how do you not challenge a call that would have got a third out? You're up 8-3. That would have done the ball game. We would have went back to New York, tied 1-1. But no. And his answer was kind of crazy. He basically said that... You know, I, 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 yeah, he said my bad. He said he screwed up. Now, they said he gets very uptight during big games. You know, he plays almost not to lose. But, I, yeah, he said, uh, I screwed up. I wish I would have challenged it. Again, I screwed up, and it's hard. It's a hard day for me. He said, uh, as a former catcher, he did not want to hold up the game, perhaps disrupting his pitcher's rhythm to give the y- Yankees... Eagle, you know, his replay guy, Brett Weber, who they were they were right 29 out of 41 times this year. And then Chapman, on an Instagram account, liked a uh, uh, guy who called Girardi a complete imbecile. But then he later apologized for it. You know, he apologized. He said it was a mistake. My bad. He accidentally liked the post. Yeah, I mean, that's happened to me once in a while, but I'm going to go with no. I mean, he lifted CC after 77 pitches. I mean, he had that bullpen, but the bullpen was taxed. And the longer the game went, my buddy Frank was like, he knew they were going to lose. And then Torres got picked off at second, which should never happen. You should never get picked off. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. Players in the Yankees dugout. Also, uh, it was Chisenhall who was at bat, and they noticed he never flinched. When there wasn't a reaction from the hitter, I was yelling that I didn't hit him. Uh, Chase Headley said, well, yeah, Yankees won 29-41 this season, so what do you think? But on Friday night, Girardi said Weber was not immediately provided with the same slow-motion replay that TV viewers saw, which slowed the ball hitting the knob of Chisenhall's bat. Inning went a bit over. Lindor would not hit a grand slam. Weber said after the game that he wanted a comment, but had been instructed not to. Interesting. But it, ooh, why not? Do, do, do! Girardi said that he was told that Weber had found the replays available to him inconclusive. Manager had to decide whether to make a challenge anyway. Well, he didn't. It was unclear whether Girardi understood that unlike in the regular season, he had two challenges instead of one. What does it matter? It was a big play. Do the goddamn challenge. Beginning of eighth inning, managers can always ask the crew chief to initiate a review. Yeah, not now knowing that I had two challenges in hindsight, yeah, I wish I would have challenged it, Girardi said. And Girardi has this, always is known as this meticulous guy. How the fuck do you not knew that? Know that? Well, hey, freaking uh, Donovan McNabb didn't know there was uh, the overtime could end in a tie in NFL. I, I find that a little hard to believe. Is this the beginning of the end of the Joe Girardi ever? A guy talked today that people need to shut the fuck up, you know, relax, because they have a dynasty here. Well, folks, still early. 
And that's what they said the, in the Times. He said, well, you know, manager takes great pride in being fastidiously, fastidious, fastidiously prepared and always in search of an edge. How to give away a golden ticket. And Connie Hawkins passed away. Now, I never got to see him play, but there was a, a fixing. He never even got to play at Iowa. Missed his prime years playing basketball and still averaged over 25 points a game. But people said we didn't see the Connie Hawkins that people should have seen. They said he was Julius before Julius, Elgin before Elgin. He was Michael before Michael, Larry Brown said. He was simply the greatest individual player I have ever seen. Could dunk the ball at 11 was six feet, when he was 6 feet 2 at 11. He was a New York City high school legend in Brooklyn. Made a first-team All-American. He had an unusually large hand, a talent bursting through defenses before slamming down a dunk. Actually, and he was kept out of the league. He won a settlement for $6 million. He got $1.3 million. Said he got colon cancer in 2007. Became an instant star with the Suns in 69. Book was written about him. Foul, the Connie Hawkins story said it was about a underprivileged black man who was victimized by a fat cat, unfeeling establishment. He also played with the Globetrotters. Played the ABA. He goes, I would have not learned the experience and traveled around the world. Those things helped me helped me out and gave me a different style of play once I got to the NBA. And then he got into, he was inducted into the NBA Hall of Fame. He said, after asked whether the induction gave him a sense of vindication, he responded, my vindication was that I got into the NBA and was able to play basketball. That was icing on the cake. And back then, you know, he was, he was, he was, he was a low-income guy, you know, from the ghetto. And he said he could, no one told him about a lawyer. If he knew about a lawyer, he would have had a lawyer. Very interesting. <laughs> I read a thing about Beckham. You know what? Giants going in 0-4. And I know Youngway Koo, gone. They brought back Novak, one of their old kickers, the Chargers. Youngway Koo is no longer a Charger kicker. In the last two games, only attempted one field goal each game, which he made, but started off 50. Got the field goal block week one. Missed one that could have won another game. I'm blanking on who it was. And they just lost faith in him. I remember listening to him on the Bill Simmons show. He's done. And how the f- how does Iowa State go into Oklahoma and beat Oklahoma? Baker Mayfield, they didn't play that well last week. I forgot. Last week, the, the, Baylor, they, they, had a, they had to squeak it out over Baylor. They were a two-touchdown. I think they were a 30-point favorite. At home, they were up 24-10 at one point. They lose 38-31 to a quarterback who came in attempting two passes a senior in his career and lost 38-31. How do you lose that game? So I asked my friend Rhonda out there. She goes, oh, I had a regatta today. I don't know. I I mean, I just was like, what the hell? Carolina got destroyed by Notre Dame. It was ugly. 38-10, I think. Carolina is now 1-0. and. Carolina one and six. I think it was thirty three ten. I'm sorry, I, I was not. I'm not one hundred percent sure on the score there. Thirty three. I'm sorry, thirty three ten. Carolina is now one and five, which they were a couple of years ago, where they ended up 
making uh, 2013 won five straight, won a bowl game, but they have a lot of injuries. They lost another one of their, they lost their punter, starting punter, and then starting safety Donnie Mill, Miles, Donnie Miles, right arm injury. His arm got hit by a knee, and he was slamming the turf. I saw, so he's done. He's had over 300 tackles since he's been there. They host Virginia, which beat Duke. UNC is going to be in it for a long year, and I think that this could be the beginning of the end for Mr. Fedora. Yeah, they got manhandled. They got the shit kicked out of them. Two guys at over 100 yards. Josh Adams, I saw a 73-yard touchdown run. Deion McIntosh, I saw him score. It actually was 14-7, and then they had a safety before halftime. I mean, come on. And they seemed like there was a lot of ND fans there. A lot of Notre Dame fans there. And I was talking about, they said Ovechkin only had 33 goals last year. Seven in two games. Hat trick, two hat tricks. Had four goals yesterday. The guy is a beast. The guy is a freaking beast. Rangers lost yesterday 8-5. Yeah, they came back, they were down 5-1. Devils won. Thank God the Nationals, man. I'll tell you, if they were down 2 nothing, I was going to say, this is over. I got to teach in a couple hours, but they're saying it's raining right now. It's a chance. It's, you know, ugh. Costa Rica's in the World Cup 8. U.S. team had to be Panama. And I think they have to play Trinidad and Tobago on the 10th. They win that. Right now they're in third place. They're in good play. They're in a good set. Yes, they play them on the 10th. They win that game. They're in. Which is good. Dodgers won. Dodgers up 2 nothing. And uh, one of the dads where I coach, he's a huge Michigan. Well, he went to Michigan State. They won in the big house. I always thought, I thought they were overrated. I thought they were overrated. LSU loses Detroit home last week. Wins in Florida this week. I mean, Miami had lost seven in a row to Florida State. I want, the, I want the U to back. And I was shocked about this one. Alabama only won by eight over Texas A&M. And I was like, Bama, man, hey. They have blown 125-3 going into the game against SEC opponents. Luke Falk, three touchdown passes. Washington State undefeated. Navy's undefeated. Washington's still rolling. San Diego State's got a running back. Rashad Penny, he is blowing it up this year. He only hit a buck seventy yesterday against UNLV. There's a game on right now. The Timberwolves are playing, I think, in China. Who knew? 7-10 in the morning. I could be watching a game right now in China. You got the Giants today trying to get out of the get out, get off the, the Schneid today. I think both games are at 1 o'clock today. Yeah, I think both games today are at 1 o'clock. The, the Jets play the Browns. And if the Jets win today, they're pretty pretty much out of the first pick of the draft, which is fine with me. P- play to win. Play to goddamn win. Kaiser's thrown eight. Deshaun Kaiser's thrown eight interceptions already this season. Leading receiver for the Jets, Robbie Anderson, 200 yards. Not too shabby. Matt Forte's out again. Now, I didn't know, but turf toe is everything. You can't pivot off that toe, you're done. And that's what the problem with him is. So he's out for the game. Powell's going to have a big game. Raging Cajun McGuire is going to, hey, a lot of, I think, I think the Jets are going to, 
Just just went today. Now the Jets went today. What does the Jets schedule look like the rest of the way? Jets, okay, Jets play. Oh, then they play the Patriots next week. Then they have the Dolphins. Then they have Falcons, Bills, Buccaneers. This might be the this might be the last one for a while. I'll tell you. Well, well, the, you know, yeah, this could be. And then they have the Panthers, the Chiefs, oof, the Broncos, the Saints, the Chargers. I'll tell you, I don't pick the Jets in any. Jets could hey, Jets win today. Three wins, the rest of the way. I think they could, Dolphins maybe, Bills, Buccaneers, that's going to be a tough one. Panthers, Chiefs, Broncos away, Saints away, Chargers at home. Okay, Chargers. I see two games out of the next, after this week, two games have a chance of winning, in my opinion. So that puts them at 4-12. and it still won't be good enough to get the first pick of the draft. But hey. And then the late game today, Cowboys. Chris, one of the guys I work with, huge Cowboy fan. So is my buddy Frank. Hey, and wish Carol a happy birthday today. Happy freaking birthday, Carol. Running like nobody's business. Good times. Yeah, I'm curious to see what's going to happen with the, with the Jets today, with the Giants today. The winless bowl today. And, oh, you know, you know what's crazy too. What what do I read? That they're going to have a character that's going to cross over between the two Walking Dead. To me, that means that's the end of Walking Dead. Oh, and I love what Trump says about Harvey Weinstein, who I've heard, not the nicest guy, tough guy to work for. But Trump on Harvey Weinstein, not at all surprised by sexual assault allegations. Really, Trump grab that pussy? Yeah, I know. You're you're a saint, isn't it? They say the, don't throw rocks at glass houses or something like that. Yeah. Miami, thank God, has a seven-game losing streak to Florida State, who's one and three now. Who would who would ever think we'd say the Seminoles zero and three, one and three? And they should have lost another game. Western Michigan and Buffalo seven overtimes. Now that's what I want to talk about. You know, college football has the overtime, but you start the ball to twenty-five, so it's kind of like a different kind of overtime. You know, hey, it's back and forth. But it's, you know, you're basically in field goal range when you get the ball. If you have a guy who can kick a ball, you have a, so it ends up, it goes 71-68 over 30, 1,300 yards of, 1,300 yards of offense. And, oh, I forgot to tell you, Ovechkin had his hat trick second straight day in the first period. So he is playing great ball. Andrew Wiggins says he eventually signed extension with T-Wolves, but it's a no rush. I don't know why he said that. But it's interesting. Also, Western Michigan beat Buffalo 71-68. The game was on TV. I did not watch it. I went to bed. Yeah. Tough game. Yeah. Chaz. Chaz Surratt. Chaz Surratt had uh, got his ass kicked. 19 out of 42. He had a bloody chin for UNC. It is going to be a long, long rest of the season. <laughs> and actually, uh, Notre Dame has a bye. They play... USC in, in two weeks. Yeah. Kyle Kempt. 343 yards, three touchdowns for Iowa State. Two passes going into the game. Yeah, the loss snapped. Oklahoma's nation-leading 14-game winning streak and the Sooners' 18-game winning streak against the Cyclones, which dated back to 1990. Iowa State's second victory against Oklahoma since 61. Can't believe that. 
And JPP is expected to play today, which is good. Yeah, Cyclones lost had lost 20 straight against ranked opponents. Last one over a top 25 team was TCU in 2012. It was Iowa State's first road win over a top 5 team. And according to ESPN Stats and Info, which I know people love stats, AP top 3 teams have been 207 wins and 0 losses since 2004. 207 and 0 when they led by at least 14 points at home. And during the game, the Sooners had been 89-5 at home against unranked opponents since 1997, the best record among FBS teams during that stretch. Unbelievable. 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 And then they had Iowa State at a quarterback who switched from quarterback to linebacker in the offseason, played both positions Saturday. He's the first Iowa State player since 71 to get significant action both ways in a game. He ran for 35 yards, passed for 25, had eight tackles, a sack, and a fumble recovery. Played 78 snaps. Said it was fun. I think it'd be fun to play both ways. Baker Mayfield, 306 yards, 57 on the ground. They said his highest... Listen, it's early in the season. 31-point favorite. Seventh straight season in Oklahoma has lost a game outright as a double-digit favorite. It tells you something, huh? I always, every year, unbelievable. And then today, yesterday, Ohio State played Maryland, who upset Texas in Texas this year, lost by 48, 62-14. They said it was the Sooners' biggest upset loss in the last 40 seasons. Okay. Iowa State overcame a 14-point hole last time, was in 2013 when they Overcame a 24-point deficit to beat West Virginia. I, I, I just am stunned. You can't lose to Iowa State when you're up by 14 at home. You can't do it. You can't do it. They were down 24-10, scored 21 straight points. And I, I don't get it. And Oklahoma struggled, I, yeah, 49-41 over Baylor two weeks ago. They haven't played well lately. And they play Texas next week, which is always a tough game for them. Not pretty. Not pretty. Not pretty at all. Uh, yeah. I, I'm just, I, when I read this stuff, I'm just stunned. I am. Joe Girardi. Yeah. My bad. My bad. I screwed up. I screwed up. All right. You know what? This I just want to talk about a couple things. I will have more to talk about later. I'm going to talk NFL later. I wanted to get a little show in today. I had some stuff on my mind. Rest in peace, Connie Hawkins. Never got to see you play, but I heard you were freaking phenomenal. Joe Girardi, get your shit together. Got a big game today. Yeah, what time is the game today? Now, it's supposed to rain today, and I don't know what time the game is today. 7.38, and they're... Well, I think it's not... It's It, may, it might hold up, but let's... And you have tonight, you have Tanaka versus Carrasco. Be a tough one, It'll be tough one, Frank. I hope so. All right. Trivia question for this morning. Okay. Last show. Who were the only players to rush for more than 100 yards versus the 1975 Steel Curtain? Mike Adamley and O.J. Simpson. 
Today's trivia question. Longest run from scrimmage in Super Bowl history. Longest run from scrimmage in Super Bowl history. Okay, Yankees, got to do it tonight. Tanaka, Judge, I need you to step up. I need a big game from you. I want the Yankees to win two straight and go back to Cleveland and put a little pressure on them. Giants, anything's possible. Jets, got to get that win today. Three and two would be great. Here on out, it's going to be a rough road. Cowboys are hosting the Packers. That should be a good game. Tonight, you have the Texans against the Chiefs. Deshaun Watson, what are you going to prove? What are you going to show me tonight? And tomorrow starts the Mitch Trubisky ever, ever for the Chicago Bears. Can't wait. Can't happen soon enough. Folks, have a good day. I'll be talking more football later. Peace out.